0: Hi, I'm Linda.
1: And I'm Craig. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast, episode 112 at indytravelpodcast.com.
0: Today we're going to talk about a whole lot of products that we've reviewed over the last little while, because we realized that while we've been putting uh, reviews up on the website, we haven't spoken about any books, any gear, any websites, anything for ages and ages and ages.
1: Yeah, I suppose it's because when we first started the podcast, we'd do a review, what, about once a, once a month or so, but the reviews were quite short. And um, you can't really review something for 20 minutes now that we've lengthened the show. It was just going to be a bit boring. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about quite a few different things mostly books, because we've got so many books, uh, but a couple of other things as well. We're also going to talk about things that are coming up for review, which will be quite cool.
0: We're going to review this lovely Australian Shiraz that I'm drinking? Well, I don't think that's a travel product. Very true. Now, before we kick into things, we should say that all of the uh, things we're talking about today, we were given for review. So um, all of a sudden, people are sending us things, which is nice.
1: Yeah, we're quite happy to get stuff. So if you have stuff you'd like to send us, do so.
0: Yep. And uh, we'll give it a review. It will be an honest review, though, based on what we think about it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we try to only review things that are suitable for our audience. So we, we don't really want to talk about things that are completely and utterly unrelated to travel like I don't know Shiraz (laughs) (laughs) although we are quite happy to be given Shiraz for review. yeah you just
0: you just sort of yeah if anyone's got premier scotch they want to send I mean I'll I'll review that okay (laughs) cool well let's kick into it what's the first thing we're going to talk about
1: well I want to talk about a couple of ebooks we've we've reviewed. The first one was how to find cheap airline tickets by Elizabeth Sandberg. Now she wrote this ebook because there are a few ebooks out there about how to kind of beat the system, how to get cheap airline tickets by doing this or doing that. And she just basically wanted to put together a really simple, straightforward, do this, do this, do this. you get got the cheapest ticket on offer. And, um, it's, it's quite good. I mean, it's a really straightforward, easy to follow kind of guide.
0: Hmm. So I guess um, a while ago we had uh, Chris Gabot's book on finding, well, how to travel around the world, basically. And he was using um, lots of mileage programs and special deals. And um, Elizabeth, on the other hand, has gone, most people don't do that. Most people kind of buy tickets a couple of times a year and that's it. So she's put together a um, a format, really, for working through the, diff- working through the different websites and um, kind of finding your way into the cheapest possible ticket.
1: Yeah, she she kind of recognises that when you're booking tickets, you have different degrees of flexibility. You've got the flexibility over when you go and flexibility about where you go. So she's put together four different strategies depending on what sort of flexibility you have, which is quite good.
0: Mm, um, big downside for this one as an ebook. I mean, it's formatting leaves oh, yeah. a lot to be desired. Um, it's basically just A4 white pages. Um, so it's not the prettiest of books, but I I would recommend it for its content. And I'd say that if um, you're not used to buying tickets or you, you know, have traditionally gone with a, uh, an agent to book your tickets, you'll easily save the, um, the cost of the book over maybe even half a flight. Yes yeah, this is um, true. So I would say that's a pretty good investment. Yep, I agree. Next on our list is something for those of you that are traveling um, a bit longer, um, and those of you that are a bit techie. We're just going to quickly mention Make Money With Your Travel Blog by Matt Kepnes. Um Matt's probably better known to you as Nomadic Matt. He runs the blog nomadicmat.com, uh, which is quite a popular website. And Matt put together um, an ebook on how to make money using your travel blog. Obviously, selling ebooks is a pretty good way to make money I think with your travel blog. I think part of the
1: strategy. <laughs> but it's not for everyone. It's not worth buying this book if you're, not, if you're just traveling. If you just want to travel and you just want your, your friends and family to read about what you're doing. It's good if you've got a, an existing blog and you're wanting to monetize it and you're willing to put in the hard yards. Then it's got some really useful strategies. Um, but other than that,
0: not for everyone. Yeah, I mean, from our experience, I'd say it would take at least six to 12 months hard work before you start seeing a return on your investment um, of both time and money. So if Matt you're willing to put that, that in. That. Yeah. yeah, He mentions
1: I'm, that, but most people yeah. I know aren't willing to put that in. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, Absolutely. Okay, well, there's a couple of um, e-books. You can buy them from us at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Um, you'll be able to find them in the new store.
1: All right, well, let's move on to a gear review. We haven't done a gear review for ages, Mm. and this isn't really, really gear. It's more like product thing, but um, it's the spaceships. Now, you've heard us talk about spaceships quite a lot on the site recently, so I'm sure we don't need to go into it too much. But I just wanted to talk about the pros and cons. So basically, a spaceship is a converted people mover, and you can sleep in the back. It's got a, a DVD player and a fridge and all sorts of cool stuff. So what about the pros, Craig?
0: Well, um, the pros for me is that it it works like a camper van, but drives like a car. Yeah. I like to be able to accelerate, and the uh, spaceships allows me to do that. Um, I was full of technical goodies, like um, you plug your MP3 player right into it, so that suited our iPods straight away, and um, had heaps of storage space for electronics in the front. So we had a video camera and the camera in one of the glove boxes a laptop in the other glove box it kept everything hidden and out of sight while we were um, away from the vehicle
1: yeah I agree those are my major pros as well and also the staff they were always willing to help if you needed if you needed it yeah and that's right cons then well the only cons I could think of were the accessories and so they weren't really the product itself it was the additional stuff they um, they give you a tourist radio decoder box when you pick up your spaceship and it's free. Which is a good thing.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't pay for it though. I mean mechanically what you do is you you tune your radio into the same place and it uses GPS to locate where you are and give you advice about what to do and gives you some historical background. Now that is brilliant. There's nothing like driving through a small town and you hear a bit of the history and you get told the attractions. So you know whether a Pull over or not, um, had advice about some of the best cafes, and just little bits and pieces.
1: Yeah, and that was really good. That was that awesome. That section of it, perfect.
0: The problem was the rest of the time. I mean, they did play a lot of um, good Kiwi music. Um, while we were listening to it, it seemed like a bit of a 70s and 80s time warp. Yeah. So it was, it was older style rock, um, but still solid.
1: Mm. But Thicken you didn't know who there. it was. Like, they didn't... Do an intro or outro mm. to say this is Dave Dobbin or this is exponents or anything like that. Yeah. And the other thing was they have these weird little radio segments where people are talking in a very false way about how we should jump off the Harbour Bridge or go to the Sky Tower and it just, oh, it was awful.
0: So while we wouldn't recommend um, some of the add-ons, Spaceships as a product is awesome. I mean, the rental cost is almost the same as a car. You get your accommodation thrown in and it's just brilliant.
1: Yeah, so good. All right, let's move back to books then. Let's go to print books, books you can well, hold in your hot little hands.
0: Really moving backwards, then.
1: <laughs> so the next one is a rough guide, the rough guide to ultimate adventures. Now we got given two rough guides. It was a rough guide to ultimate adventures and the rough guide to the world. We'll talk about that one in a minute. Well, um, ultimate adventures
0: was my favourite because um, even though I'm not super sporty, every time I opened a page, I was like, I want to do that. I suddenly desired to learn how to surf and windsurf and do adventure kayaking and whitewater rafting and
1: mountain climbing and and, and everything. And my goodness. When Craig was have, reading I, this book, oh. I just I just needed to put my hands over my ears. He's like, Can we do this? 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 Can we do this too? Can we do this? When we get home, can we do this? If I had the money, based
0: on the cool ideas in this book, I would have just went and spent, I don't know, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars on Cool toys, you know, jet skis, scuba gear, mountain climbing equipment. It was awesome. If you have trouble sticking to a budget, this might not be the book for you.
1: <laughs> now, what are the cons of this book? I mean, apart from the expense factor.
0: Well, I mean, it's not that the book's expensive. <laughs> it's that it motivates you to do expensive things. But um, it's definitely a coffee table book. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's definitely not one you put in your pack. It weighs like a phone book. Um, beautiful glossy pages full color lovely illustrations but about as heavy as you could possibly imagine Um, a bit of a brick so great motivation Um, great if you're wanting to surround yourself by travel chucking on the coffee table pick it up and look through it Um, but probably not so good if you're looking at leaving in the next few months and looking at downsizing
1: what's the coverage like does it cover the world quite well
0: Yeah, I felt it did, um, but it was lacking in some specific areas. And um, we did find that some activities in some countries were really repeating themselves. Mm. Like um, there was lots of heli stuff in New Zealand, like uh, helicopter ride, heli skiing, heli bungee. And, um, you know, there's more than helicopters in New Zealand. We also have (laughs) orcs.
1: Yes, yes, we do. Yeah, I felt the same about The um, the Rough Guide to the World. Now, The Rough Guide to the World, that's a rather grandiose title, I thought. And um, I didn't think it really led up to, you know, lived up to it. It sets itself a really high target, and then it just doesn't quite deliver. My main problem is that of the 200 or so countries in the world, 40 aren't mentioned at all, which is a rather big problem when you're you know, marketing yourself as a guide to the world. But you're being a bit picky here. I mean, it it did have great
0: stuff to do in lots of places.
1: Yeah, but it's so annoying. Like, we were going to Tonga. Tonga was the next place we were going to. Nothing. But mm-hmm. Malta, tiny itsy bitsy Malta, had four things to do. Mm-hmm. And New Zealand was really overrepresented. Just like what you were saying before about the heli thing. There were, yeah, three or four heli things to do in New Zealand. And dozens of others. But... Not much in the Pacific Islands. Yeah, but, um, you know,
0: they've got to focus on their target market. They've recognized places that people are likely to go, and, you know.
1: No, I disagree. I think that if you're going to say you're a rough guide to the world, you should have at least one thing for each country.
0: Very well. And um, like the Rough Guide to Ultimate Adventure, this is definitely a coffee table book, oh, huh? yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, well formatted, really well laid out, lots of great information. Yeah. But- don't put in your pack. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we've got some actual guidebooks from Rough Guides that we've got from Review, and um, w- that'll
1: be coming up in the next few months. Yeah, a few months. One of us is going to have to read them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I've been reading. And While we're talking about Rough Guides, we've got a Rough Guides competition on um, the Indie Travel Podcast at the moment oh, yeah, where yeah. you can win one of three Rough Guides for free. And you might very well choose one of these books or um, a guidebook of your choice.
1: Yeah, if you're traveling... Choose a guidebook. (laughs) If you're not traveling, choose one of these because they are gorgeous.
0: Yeah, they are indeed. Um, So how do you win? You make sure you head by the iTunes feed or subscribe in a RSS reader. And um, you find the Rough Guides episode. It's got a code word. And you just need to email that into us. We are making the draw next Thursday, the 16th, and we'll be announcing the
1: winner on the podcast on the 17th. Very exciting. Yeah, indeed. All right, we've just got one more book w- that we'd like to review or talk about what we reviewed earlier, and then we'll talk about some other things that are coming up. So this one is Wanderlust and Lipstick by Beth Whitman. It's basically a um, definitive guide to traveling alone as a woman. And I was so annoyed when I read this book. So annoyed. Yeah, was, why? Why? Basically the book that we were going to write. I <laughs>
0: mean, it's basically the book that we've got sitting half finished on my hard drive. That's exactly right. Yeah.
1: A bit annoying. But saying that, it's a really good book. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I mean, it's got 19 sections and it covers everything you need to know about traveling. And I don't think it really needs to be limited to women. I mean, obviously it's geared towards women, but I think anyone can get something good out of this book. Yeah, I'd
0: say um, this is a great guidebook if you're looking for, well, short-term travel, but especially medium and long-term travel. Mm. Um, Beth has written a great book, and in fact, it was so good that we asked her to come on the show, so I'll be having um, an interview with her talking about women travelers, and um, then later, hopefully, we can get her to talk about India and Bhutan, which are also areas that um, she's written about and leads tours through.
1: Yeah. Now, a couple of cons for Wanderlust and Lipstick. Number one, it's geared towards an American market, which means some of the style choices I find rather grating. And um, also, hostels. She didn't go into a lot of detail about hostels, which is one of our kind of, I don't know, I think it's something quite important if you're going to be traveling independently, especially for women. I mean, these days there are lots of women-only dorms and women-only floors. One of our friends went to Sydney recently, and um, the hostel she stayed at had a whole women's-only floor bit more expensive but great yeah. place to stay if you're traveling solo
0: you got like free toiletries and stuff oh i, yeah. mean, I think they should give the free toiletries to the guys because the guys stink
1: but the guys don't use it remember when i went <laughs> to malta you know that guy came and stayed and free soap free shower all included
0: yeah he was you a know, special case <laughs> So yeah, so Beth's book is really good, but kind of underrepresents hostels and um, might be a bit jarring for our readers outside of the states. Some of those style choices. So what else are we going to talk about um, today as we begin to to wrap up this review of reviews?
1: Well, we could talk about some other things we're going to review in the future. Okay, things coming up. What we got? What well, we've got? A rotten person travels the Caribbean by Gary Buslick.
0: Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna say this is a work of fiction, but um what do you reckon?
1: It I think it neatly straddles the divide. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, it purports to be non fiction. It's supposed to be um kind of it's short stories about one man's experiences in the Caribbean. But I think a lot of it is made up. <laughs> Tall That's tales. a very nice way, yeah. way to say um lies. <laughs> all sorts of other Things I could say about it. Very, very interesting and funny, though.
0: Yeah. Um, I've really enjoyed it. So that review is coming up soon. We've also got Volunteer Vacations Across America. Now, this is written by Cheryl Kane. And uh, we've already reviewed one of her books on the site, which was Immersion Travel USA.
1: Which we really enjoyed, but we just don't have time to talk about in this roundup. Yeah. So um, I'm liking the look of Volunteer Vacations Across America. It's, it's very informative, Very lots of information. Again, I don't like the format of it. It's, it's it's a really thick book, and I don't think it needs to be. That's mm-hmm. my main problem with it. Okay. Well, we'll get into the
0: content and um, give <laughs> you some reviews coming up on site. Format's well, important. We've also got um, The Rough Guide First Time Latin America and The Rough Guide to South America. Now, this is our next big location. We're in New Zealand at the moment. And um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about those, and we're also getting the Lonely Planet versions of the same book basically so the lonely planet um south america on a shoestring and um lonely planet's also coming up with a new book which is a coffee table book and it's following sports around the world which i think is going to be really cool so they've got um, your traditional off-the-beaten-path sports like wife-carrying and dwarf-throwing and cheese-rolling. Um, cheese but there was some stuff in the uh, the preview that I got sent that I'd never heard of before. So I'm looking Excellent. forward to that arriving and um, getting that reviewed.
1: We've also got a couple more books from Beth Whitman of Wanderlust and Lipstick fame. We've got Wanderlust and Lipstick for women travelling to India. We've also got one about women travelling with kids. Mm-hmm. So and, relevant for um, us. Wow. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't... Yeah, don't start channeling our mothers. (laughs) Um, And um, running a bed and breakfast for dummies, I've got sitting here, we've still got to um, do a review on that, and I'd be interested to know, is that something you're interested in as an Indie Travel Podcast listener, Um, running hostels, running accommodation? Hmm. You've traveled, you've stayed,
1: do you want to work in it? One of our friends does, so... Yeah, we've... Well, we've got
0: quite a few friends that are kind of working in hospitality, guest houses, B&Bs, hostels.
1: This is true. So, um, so um, do you want to run a bed and breakfast or do you want to hear us talking about a book which talks about running a bed and breakfast? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so one other thing we've got to review coming up is a rather special product.
1: It's It's, fantastic. It's wonderful. It's great. We haven't even finished writing
0: it yet. What are you talking about? Shut up. This is the Indie Travel Podcast magazine, and this is getting launched September the 1st. So we've already got some stories that have been filed. They've been passed off to the designer, and we're really excited about doing this. Um, It's going to be free online. So if you're a subscriber in iTunes or RSS, you'll get a PDF copy. If uh, you're on the email list, um, you'll get a copy sent out to you. And if you come by the site, you can read it on site. But what you can also do is send us money. Send no money now. Send it in 30 seconds, 40 seconds, (laughs) whenever you're ready. Um, What you can do is send us some money, and we'll send you a printed copy of the Indie Travel Podcast magazine on September the
1: 1st. Actually, on September the 1st, wasn't that? Sometime we'll, after.
0: we'll send it. Well, no, we're getting it a couple of days before. So Excellent. hopefully we'll have it to you by September the 1st. If you live in New Zealand, not only will your postage costs be lower, you might even get it a day early. Wow. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome?
1: So, yeah. So I'd really like you to get behind the magazine because it's our new project. We're very excited.
0: Yeah. So IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash magazine. You'll be able to see some of the feature stories we've got, um, like a photo essay of uh, Lagos in Nigeria Um, a feature story about traveling in Burma, Myanmar, at the moment. Um, We've got, oh, just so much good stuff. Pull out guide to travel in Tonga, um, festival guide to the next three months. It's going to be really, really cool.
1: Yep. I'm looking forward to it. Craig is looking forward to it and working very hard towards it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, and uh, we're speaking, well, I'm speaking at the TIBX conference in um, Chicago. So if you're part of the Travel Blog Exchange or um, you're in Chicago, want to get together with a whole lot of travel bloggers. Not um, but not me. I'll be in <laughs> New Zealand, but coming in through a, uh, a video link up. Um, do a search for the Travel Blog Exchange and get involved in that.
1: Yeah. And the last thing, Gary. Now, our friend Gary, otherwise known as the guy who goes everywhere and sees everything, from everything everywhere wants to go everywhere as in to Antarctica and um who is it quark is yeah i think it's a travel agency called quark yeah they're going to sponsor a blogger to go to Antarctica and take photos and blog about it and gary wants to be that one so if you would be so kind we'd appreciate it if you would go to what is it quark.com and uh vote for gary
0: Yeah, um, that's not actually the URL. We'll have the link in our show notes because it's quite long. It's something blah, blah, Antarctica, blah, 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 .com. So um, we'll have the link in the show notes at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Gary's the person who supplies our weekly photo and monthly um, photo wallpaper. So if you've enjoyed that, make sure you take a couple of seconds... Come by our site, click the link, and um, vote for Gary to get to Antarctica.
1: You do need to register to vote, and it just takes a little little bit of time, maybe a minute or so. Mm-hmm. So go through with it and vote, because I'm sure he'd appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, we'd love
0: to get some photos and video from him from there.
1: Yeah, so it's just a little bit, you know, selfish.
0: <laughs> just a little. <laughs> cool, well, thanks very much to listening to episode 112, which has been a review of reviews. Drop by IndieTravelPodcast.com slash magazine. Check that out. And until next week, travel well.